0: Mom, can we go to Worlds of Fun, please? Worlds of Fun? Where we ride the rides together? Yeah, and can we go to- To the water park and get soaked on the slides? Yes, and the cabanas? Get a little me time in? Uh, Mom? Oh, and after that, can we get a funnel cake and- Oh, we have to go to Planet Snoopy so I can give that beagle a squeeze! Mom! Sorry. So, we can go? Sure, if you really want to. Great! Dad's already in the car. Worlds of Fun opens April 21st, and everyone pays kids' price at worldsoffun.com.
1: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Order Militaris Radio. I'm your host AJ. With us again is the president of Order Militaris. Today we're speaking on the open positions for the for the order. Welcome, brother.
0: Thank you for having me again, AJ.
1: So, what are you looking for in the drill sergeant position?
0: Okay, so we have um, already at the beginning of our organization identified some positions we need to fill for the order to work to go forward. And the first is drill sergeant or um, training instructor. And um, this is for our basic combat training program, which would be a 12-week program based on U.S. uh, or NATO standards. And it would be for those who want to serve for two years with our order, uh, military or security roles. So it's not for the civilian. It's not for the military veteran who's already had training. It's for uh, the civilian who wants to become, get military training and serve in our order. And so the uh, 12-week program is pretty standard uh, military concept for basic training. And what the candidates will learn in that is basic military discipline, how to use basic weapons, hand-to-hand combat, physical exercise, uh, nutrition, survival training. And uh, we need trainers for that. So we want to have um, for each 20 recruits, at least one trainer, and it would run for 12 weeks uh, where we uh in perhaps different parts of the world throughout the year, so we need a trainer for our trainers we're looking for um, uh military veterans of either the United States or NATO countries or countries that have that kind of level of training and uh we're looking for individuals who will work uh with our um christian point of view uh so They don't have to be officers. They could just be a sergeant. They don't have to be a high-level officer, but they have to know how to teach those skills.
1: Okay. Interesting. All right. Next position you're looking for is public affairs
0: specialist. Yeah, well, our order... order Yeah, okay. Go ahead. So, a public... Yeah, public affairs specialist. Well, our order's growing now, and uh, basically... um, AJ and I have been doing all the publicity, and we really need to uh, take someone on board to start taking some of that over and be kind of like the publicity manager, so that uh, uh, AJ can focus on radio and I can focus on running the company and, and doing the other aspects that are going to become um, more important. So we're looking for someone who's had, it, who's a military vet, because we want to prefer to hire military vets, who's already been a public relations officer. Uh, or has experience in that as uh, maybe a junior, maybe not the actual one running the office, and um, would like to work with our order, organizing, um, first assessing our whole publicity, how we've done it so far, what's effective, what's not effective. Then um, analyzing our message, which parts of our message are being most effective, which ones do we have to work on. And then um, assembling a program of radio, television, social media platform, printed material, flyers, so that we can coordinate the whole thing and and grow it from one public relations officer to a whole staff, and so this is a, a this is a growth opportunity position, and um, for this position, you increase our um, our fundraising uh, we will give you a commission based on that. Uh, we're looking for a volunteer in the beginning uh, we may have to shortly hire someone. But uh, I prefer com- – for this position, I prefer someone who's willing to work on commissions because if you can produce, we want you. If you're just going to take a salary and not have any effect on our publicity, you know what's the purpose, okay? So uh, it's something – it's incentivized with commission to get uh, the really talented, eager people that want a chance to be part of uh, an international organization – that has great growth potential, give that opportunity. Okay.
1: So, you get, so you're looking for like, some, like those who work in the Pentagon that do this type of stuff?
0: Well, public relations officers, as far as I understand them, almost every military base has one and most branches of the military have one. It's not just Pentagon. I would say probably not Pentagon level uh, because – our, our relation with the public isn't like the Pentagon's relation with the public. We're more like, like uh, someone who's had experience, even as base relations, you know. So it's basically what you'll be telling the public what we're about, what our intentions. You'd be telling recruit, doing public announcements and doing uh, organizing our interviews and programs and identifying what questions we answered. So the initial position is multitasking okay multi functions because we're only at the beginning of the organization this candidate will help us grow the publicity section so um,
1: yeah, we need, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, we need uh youthful energy, you don't have to be youthful, but you need youthful energy in this because uh as a j will tell you uh he and i we work maybe eighteen hours a day for the last month 10, ten months on this ten eleven months on this. And we do it without pay for the order. And uh, we know that uh, our future positions will have to be paid positions, but we have to work there. Okay, We have to increase fundraising to get to that point. So
1: tell me about the staff recruiter position you're looking for.
0: The staff recruiter is uh, one of our most important positions and requires, the, at the present, probably the highest level of uh, professionality, discretion, discernment. And we're really looking for someone who is a major or colonel, at least, uh, uh, a veteran, retired, who was in the armed forces and has command experience, especially working with men and talking with them to assign them roles. So the staff um, recruiter is someone who already has been in the military, has all his friends and contacts, and is going to work his contacts, his email contacts, his friends, the other commanders and generals he knew in, in the military branch. And our staff recruiter, we want a U.S. veteran because this is for our United States PMC. Our other chapters might have staff recruiters for their countries. So this one's for the United States. We want a U.S. veteran and um, someone who's willing to talk to any branch of the military because we have potential recruits coming from all the branches. Uh, But someone who's going to be able to talk to them, find out, you know, how we – is his specialization going something we need now, uh, in the order, um, help us vet him, uh, explain it in military terms. Cause our publicity is mostly ge- geared towards civilians and Catholics. It's not really organized in military terms. So understanding what we're about. So it, it, there's some kind of like, um, translation kind of work there too, that's being done. So, um, uh, but we're looking for a major staff recruiter. We, we currently have a staff recruiter for our security work, for those who just want to do security, but we're looking for a staff recruiter for um, veteran hires that are going to help us in military training and in military operations and um, for overseas work and domestic, overseas and domestic. So um, there have to be someone who has a good sense of men, who can listen to a guy over the phone and get a good idea of what kind of a character he is and okay. someone who's willing to do it for the order, shares our ideals, who's doesn't have hang ups over mixing the Catholic faith, the Christian faith with military operations and, um, someone who's to will, willing to, um, spend some time working. It's not just uh, you know, half hour a week. We want him to go on all the military forums and put out our ads, geared to military guys and recruit them, you know, help us recruit them so that we can build a whole list of men and every kind of branch and service and specialization so that when we need them, we can call them up. So yep. this is an important position. So the corporation is willing to remunerate him with a finder's fee for each potential hire we get. So you might do a lot of work in the first year and we don't pay you anything, but when we hire all the guys that you have recruited for us, you might be getting a really big, annual salary for the rest of your life because we'll pay the commission on the people we are. So yeah. it's an important position. It takes expertise, it takes discretion, and it has to take someone who has, you know, the Catholic shamelessness to advocate reviving the Catholic ideal of military service and and which is very much despised today, even among officers. So it takes a unique kind of Catholic who's really strong in his faith, Favorite. doesn't
1: We've been having trouble with that. So if you're out there listening, contact us.
0: Yeah, we're having trouble because there's a lot of propaganda in military formation in the American military academies against the Crusades, against mixing religion with Crusades, and against the direction of military power for anything other than American foreign policy. See, as Catholics, you have to understand that the first use of military power should be for the honor and glory of God and for the sake of Jesus Christ. Any other use of military power is on the natural level. Okay, use it for your country and national defense and its foreign policy. That's fine. But that's not the whole purpose of it. And as a Catholic man who's formed in the military, you should understand that your du- you have higher duties than to your nation. It's to God. And, and your duty to God isn't something ethereal that takes place in the world to come it's also in this world so when christ needs you in this world when his people need you in this world you have to be able to look beyond national loyalties and national boundaries and say i'm going to come and help them even if he's not american and even if helping them has nothing to do with foreign policy so it it takes uh, a catholic who knows his faith well and understands that patriotism is good but it's relative it's 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 on the scale of things, it's something inferior to his faith. Your faith is more important. We're not talking about loyalty to the Pope. It's like you're going to fight in the Pope's army. That's what we're about.
1: We're talking about
0: fighting in Christ's army, which is something even greater. Okay? That's why the mission of our order is very strictly defined so that it ha- can have a pure religious motive. It's defined as defending Catholics or Christians who are persecuted for their faith for no other reason than that they are Christian. Okay, so it solely falls under the concepts of a religious duty and of the right of the natural right of defense so that we don't get involved in political controversies, uh, power blocks among nations. That's nothing to do with it. And it's it's about security and defense. So not about taking countries overthrowing governments or opposing the foreign policies of nations. It's about defending Christians. So any American officer could see that that's a good thing. But kind of almost has to like de-brainwash himself to get to a point where he his catholic faith can calmly be yeah. worrying about anything you know we've had a lot of guys contact us and it's almost paranoid that the nsa or the cia or the fbi uh are looking over their shoulder we don't need someone like that okay i had the fbi call me interview me it was going to come up i gave them much more information than even one in the fbi guy and he was like you guys aren't doing anything wrong and we're going to close this case on you. There's no point even looking at you because you're following the law. You're doing everything that's right. Nothing, you know, you're not. So, but a lot of guys don't know that because in the military, you don't know business. You don't really know. You're just told to fear things. You're not really told to think things out. So
1: wrote a, one
0: thing we need, our, yeah.
1: You wrote a piece on how your chismal oath is different from your military oath.
0: Yeah, we have an article on the website, the bottom menu. It's called um, Military Oath Compared to the Promise of the the Rules. So, yeah, we don't anyone violate their oath. They have loyalty to their country because in in the Christian faith, you must keep your oaths that are honest and just. Uh, So we only normally take military guys who have left the military, have DD-214. That's what it's called in the United States, so that they're no longer— Bound strictly, although they could all be called up again, no longer bound strictly. And our PMC in the USA will only do things that the US government permits us to do. So it's not like, you know, the US government doesn't want us to do something and we'd go ahead and do it and put our organization, everyone involved in it, under legal, you know, doubt or suspicion. We're not involved in that sort of thing. But we have to understand that our faith requires us to do higher things than what our nation requires us to do. Because our nation is only natural and our faith is supernatural. And we uh, by our baptism are not citizens of this world. We are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And those of us who are in the military should be soldiers of the kingdom of heaven first of all.
1: We should leave it there, brother. We have about 20 seconds left. Anything else?
0: No, thank you for interviewing me again, Andrew. And I wish you well. On your new apostolate, Order Militaris Radio. And I encourage everyone to listen to your programs and follow your Twitter account.
1: All right. Thank you. Well, goodbye and God bless. See you tomorrow.
0: Mom, can we go to Worlds of Fun? Please. Worlds of Fun? Where we ride the rides together? Yeah, and can we go to- To the water park and get soaked on the slides? Yes, and the cabanas get a little me time in. Uh, Mom? Oh, and after that, can we get a funnel cake and- Oh, we have to go to Planet Snoopy so I can give that beagle a squeeze! Mom! Sorry. So we can go? Sure, if you really want to. Great, Dad's already in the
1: car. Worlds of Fun opens April 21st, and everyone pays kids' price at worldsoffun.com.